forgot to make an intro for one of my episodes, so I'm just going to make it real quick with my headphone microphone, which I think is right here. Um, but anyways, hello and welcome to the 177th episode of the Brussels in a Nutshell Podcast, Brussels Podcast 2.0 in a Nutshell. And, um, yeah, there really isn't much that we're going to do today. Um, yeah. So, let's start the balance changes. Um, I'll have to look at my brosters real quick. Anyways, I'm sorry about last episode. I just want to say this before we get in. Um, yes, it was actually in as well. How do you actually have to fully close my door? Um, and I'm sorry it was a complete accident. Also, I'm not feeling the best in terms of mental health. Um, so, I don't know, some things I say might be sort of screwed up or something. Um. But yeah, I wasn't really feeling good on Wednesday, so I didn't make an episode. Um, and now I've got to make up for that episode, even though I'm taking a mental day tomorrow, too. So, whatever. Um, I still gotta make my podcast. Um, but, yeah. Let's go look at the patch notes. So, starting off, we got Ender for Grom. So, his basic attack damage was decreased from 1,000 to 900, so... I agree with this. By the way, I have not read any of the super subscriptions, so if I say something similar, sorry. Um, I definitely agree with this. Because Gronk, well, he just had super easy to hit shots. And with that X-Factor star power, when they could do, like, 1950 damage, it was ridiculous. Like, 1500 to 1950 damage per shot. You can three-shot so many brawlers. And it was just so ridiculously OP. You could two-shot a 36-40 brawler if they're level 10, not level 11. And you could three-shot a level 11, 30, 30-60 brawler, or 30-80 brawler. So, it was kind of rigged. Um, then, another thing is his Watchtower gadget health points. So, it was decreased from 2,000 to 1,500. So, I like this change because it just makes it easier um to take out the turret and it can be really annoying on certain maps um it's just super useful on some maps and even though it's really bad on others it can just it it can be the worst gadget in the game on some maps but on any map where there is at least two bush patches it's one of the best gadgets in the game because you can just see where anybody is there. But it's so good. So I'm very happy they nerfed this. I mean, I wouldn't mind if they didn't nerf this and they nerfed the range, though. Because the range is ridiculous. I mean, at least you can see the range. That is a nice thing. Um, But still, the range is just ridiculous. Um, so, his next nerf is his super now charges after six hits instead of five. So... I can also agree with this one. His super did charge quite fast. Oh, wait, I just realized I'm not even talking by the microphone. Ah, there. Um, his super did charge really fast. Um, and it was sort of ridiculous because you could just, if he landed like two shit, if he did some ship damage, because Grom could do really, really good ship damage. Um, then you, you could basically be screwed, um, or you could just end up getting lucky, 
Because if he shoots like two shots and gets a bit of tip damage, three shots and a super, basically any brawler is done, especially with a power nine Grom. I'm I'm pretty sure G Dog managed to go to rank thirty Grom. Oh yeah, G Dog hit forty K, so congrats to him. Uh no, his Grom's eight ninety seven. Dang. Gotta hurt. Um and did Nemo hit forty K? Nemo's still at thirty nine nine fifty five. Nemo, you have been falling behind. <clears throat> also, um, he did get a rank 30 bow. Oh, uh, yeah, just gonna say that for saying that reasons. Um, <clears throat> yeah, now let's get back into the balance changes. So, I feel like that supercharger was really needed. So, here's what Supercell said Grom simply was too powerful. There are plenty of reasons, and in conjunction, they made him a great to amazing pick in most comps on most maps. Reducing basic attack damage is an obvious one, as it reduces his burst and poke significantly. As in chip. Um, reducing the timing and HP of his gadget. Oh yes, they also nerfed his gadget time from 40 to 20 seconds. Uh, you can't just pop it down and both win and control lane, but rather choose more carefully when you want to utilize it. Much like UG Leon Lollipop. Reducing the supercharge is an attempt to... Allow for his natural counters to actually be able to counter him more effectively, e.g. Mortis. Many times, you could charge your super very fast, hold it, and if you get jumped, simply auto-aim it and spam a few basics to one-shot most assassins. Should not be the case anymore. Um, so yeah, that's what Supercell said. Um, this Enrico Bouncy Castle gadget um, went from 250 to 200. Um, I think that's ridiculous. Rico's only good on certain maps. And there are certain maps where that's useful, which make him good. But I think 250 was fine. It was just fine. It could be annoying occasionally, but it was basically mostly fine. Um, plus, it was also a very difficult gadget to know exactly when to use and exactly when you're going to naturally heal. And only good Ricos will be able to know when to use it. So I feel like this was a ridiculous nerf that did not need to happen. Uh, yeah, I'm very controversial. Um. So, Bouncy Castle is simply too much value, so we had to turn tune it down a little more, is what Supercell said. And I don't agree with that. I mean, I feel like it's a lot of value, but you have to know when to use it so that you get the most value out of it. Which honestly requires a lot of skill, which can occasionally result in it not getting as much value. Um, but yeah. Next one is Meg, so Supercharge now takes 8 hits instead of 6. I agree with this, because... I mean, when they nerfed Meg's suit to, like, drop zero ammo at the end, she was done. She was done. And when they arranged it to drop one ammo at the end, it, it got better, right? You get three ammo anymore. She doesn't get one ammo. But the problem is, it's still just way too easy to cycle your supers. You just stay in a bush, reload those two ammo, and go bam, bam, bam. Got your super back up. So I feel like this is really good because it'll allow people to maybe kill her more easily and not for her just to be able to rush in and then use her super. Um, I found that really annoying because um, you kill her, she bam, bam, bam. She gets another super again and you basically can't kill her. Um, so I found that really annoying. I think that the eight shots will be a lot, will make it a lot more easy to kill her uh, because then it will be, then she'll have to reload another shot. Which will mean that she'll actually have to engage in some combat without Rob, which I think is really important. Like, she basically just ran up, spammed a couple shots, 
uh, maybe you went back into the bush to reload, um, but that's not going to be really a thing anymore if she misses those shots or not, um, so yeah, I think that this was a really good change, it was definitely for the better, Meg was super, super, super ridiculously painful, and she was basically an Instaban, just like Grom and NA servers, at least, I don't know about EU servers, but... They were just insta-bans, everybody banned them immediately in Power League and Power Matches, so, yeah. So, here's what Supercell said. In their politically correct method of not complaining about it on a podcast that only, like, 20 people listen to. Nick had quite an easy time to cycle supers quite fast and could become quite oppressive due to mech uptime. Increasing the time between mechs should allow for players to punish Meg better in her weak form. Much like the case of Mortis, heavy metal was not used nearly as much like its counterpart, which is something we've tried to address with the buff to the damage. Um, yeah, they've given a buff to the damage. I'll talk, we'll talk about that later. Um, so next one is a Mortis nerf. No, Supercell, you're an idiot. But they are trying to balance the two star powers, which is why they said much like Mortis. Um, so his creepy harvest healing was decreased from fourteen hundred to one thousand. So. First of all, I like Mortis. I almost got him to rank 25 on my mini. Now he's sitting at 698, but at one point he was at 715. So shut up, I'm a good Mortis. Um, but anyways, I mean, that's just really going to hurt Mortis. And I feel like Mortis was not was not even close to a good brawler. And then Supercell was like, Coil Snake is a default ability. And he wasn't ridiculously overpowered. But now he's a good brawler. But the thing is, they should have just buffed his counters, really, because Mortis is a fun brawler, and if you nerf a fun brawler, then he's not really fun anymore, right? And, I mean, this was just one of the main parts of tearing through stuff. I think they really just should have buffed his counters um, in some way that would be able to counter Creepy Harvest more easily. Um... Because that healing just allowed you to do more fun mortis stuff. And I get that in competitive, it can it can just wreck and be super annoying. But, like, in casual, we're just Brawl Stars. We're, we're just players who listen to a Brawl Stars podcast for casual players. Um, so I think that this um, nerf was pretty ridiculous. Because mortis is just meant to be a fun brawler who you can just rip around with. And this nerf has just definitely caused me some um, issues and given me less um, fun time with him. So here's what Supercell said. His healing could get quite obnoxious under certain circumstances, so going in now has a higher risk attached to it. Cold Snake was also significantly less popular than Creepy Harvest, and we hope that changing the power dynamic quite significantly will allow for Mortis players to choose a playstyle they prefer, rather than one choice being better most of the time. I actually sort of like that explanation, now that I read it for the first time. Yeah, I guess that I did feel forced to play Creepy Harvest, but I do like that playstyle. Now some people will prefer the Creepy, um, the Coiled Snake playstyle, because they buffed it. Actually, I sort of like that now, um, now that I think about their explanation. So the next one is Stu. The basic attack damage was decreased from 585-40. So, um, if we think about it, 540 will, with three shots, um, allow him to do, yeah, so that's 1080 damage. Oh, wait, this is not level one. 
So it's a thousand. So he'll be able to do thirty. Yeah, he'll be able to do thirty to forty damage. So enough to take out a couple brawlers at power one. Um, quite a few actually. Um, and I honestly simply don't agree with this. I think that they should have somehow nerfed his super. Or actually, probably my best idea for a stu nerf would be that it takes two. Um, it takes two projectiles to charge a super. So he only hits one projectile. It won't actually charge his super. Um, but I feel like um the damage nerf wasn't really correct. Um, sure he's an assassin, but his damage doesn't even help with most of that. He can still tear apart somebody without his damage. It's mainly his super. He can just walk in, not get hit by anything, and walk out, and it's just ridiculous. So, I mean, I feel like somehow they should have nerfed his super. So, I, I, I don't know how maybe done that nerf that I did. I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe it, like, made it, like, meg super. Like, you just get a stew super. Uh, depending on how many shots you shoot in a second, you'll get a stew super. Um... And maybe if you and maybe it'll stack or something that would be cool, um. But it would probably be a very difficult idea to implement the game and very difficult to balance. So I guess um you caught a lucky break of all stars or supercell. So Stu is in quite a healthy state, but a little bit overtuned at high levels of play, where his mobility and assassination really shines. Removing some damage makes him a little bit less potent and changes some key interactions that should bring him more in line with what, what, he, what we'd want him to be. So I'm pretty sure it does remove one interaction. I don't remember which interaction that is, but I guess that is going to be a lot more helpful. Um, Next one is a nerf to a gear. So the speed gear has gone from 15 to 20, 25 for level 15, 1, 22, 25, 3, um, to 10, 15, and 20. So, I think that, personally, the speed gear was not the best gear. Um, but I do have to agree with Supercell's ideas with this nerf, because a lot of people, um, thought it was really good, so it was probably, I, I personally didn't think it was the best gear, I didn't think it was the worst gear, like, he almost did, it was definitely the worst. It was interrupted, um, because somebody, uh, forgot what time it was, um, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Um, but I do feel like the speed gear wasn't really that good, but a lot of people in the community, and especially a lot of competitive players, thought it was really good, so I guess I'm gonna have to agree with this nerf, um, because, I mean, it's just more people in the community like it now, um, and the explanation that Supercell is giving for it is also really valid, so it's just simply too good in the situation where it shines. Which I agree with. On tanks, in like bushy maps, it can be really annoying. And then, um, this is more, there's more we want to do for years overall, but this was an obvious first step to take. Um, I guess, yeah, it was really annoying on certain maps. And that's a very valid explanation from Supercell. Um, if you're wondering why I said like I didn't read any explanations and I all of a sudden knew it was valid, I, I just read it like right when I was looking at the balance changes, because I'm like, oh, why'd they nerf this? Um, and I just saw the little simply too good in the situations where it shines. Um, and yeah, I just saw that bit, and they went, okay. So, I guess. Um, but now we have the buff. So, Ash 
increased his HP from 4,800 to 5,400. So, I don't think that this was a good uh, buff, um, because he was honestly fine. He had good interactions, he had bad interactions, but this will help with him being, being able to charge up his, um, uh, rage from damage, um, because uh, I think it was impossible to charge up his rage fully without attacking, um, and now it might be possible. So, here's Supercell's explanation, because uh, I don't really have any opinions on it. Our favorite tr Ash Knight, like Tur in brackets and then Ash Knight, has been seeing some hard times this late. Usually you'll be able to fully rage, but be too low HP to actually use utilize it. Adding some more HP will allow you to have more HP left once you do reach that critical amount of rage, and should allow for great Ash players to feel more effective. Okay, okay, understandable. I don't really have any opinions about Ash. I just think he's a really boring brawler because of his shot delay. No offense if you like Ash. Those are just my opinions on Ash. So next one is Carl, and they increased his maximum range from 22 to 25, and I agree with this. Carl has been at the bottom of the meta uh, for a long time. Uh, there's just one thing I'm worried about. Carl, um... Yeah, Carl, when you buff him, he gets really good, and then you nerf him, and then he gets really bad, and then you buff him, and he gets really good. Except for that heat ejector buff, that didn't really change much, but... Um, I'm sort of worried that that's gonna, um, happen again, um, especially when they increased his maximum range, so, yeah, um, it might help, might the hot, uh, help the hot rocks he had it, um, but increasing his maximum range from 22 to 25 is understandable, of course, including coming back, the. I swear, if Carl was that OP, where he could just, like, shoot, and it would just go 25 tiles, that would be so ridiculous. And I would be really mad if Supercell somehow emergency buffed Carl's range to 22 and nobody noticed. So, Carl is perhaps... Uh, oh, they're saying what I was saying. Um, so, Supercell says, Carl is perhaps the most tricky brawler to balance in the game. As seasoned players might remember, he's usually either close to the best or close to the worst brawler in the game, simply due to how his mechanics work. And it's okay, I can agree with that. Um, and next one, Mortis. So his coiled snake star power, he gains his longer dash two seconds faster instead of 1.5. Um, so Supercell has no opinions on this that they're saying. Um, but yeah, I think that this was a good balance change. I thought that it wasn't really viable compared to Creepy Harvest, and I do agree that they sort of had to balance the things out. I mean, I wish they would have made Creepy Harvest like 1200, because I feel like a healing with Mortis has been really underrated due to people really wanting Coiled Snake. And, I mean, I feel like the general amounts of people honestly prefer now the um, Creepy Harvest playstyle compared to the Coiled Snake playstyle, because it's simply more fun now that people realize it. I mean... Coiled Snake, you used to, yeah, you used to get a long dash, and that was a cool star power. But, like, Creepy Harvest, it's just, it makes it so much more fun, and nobody realized it, so, yeah. Next one is Meg, so heavy metal damage increased from 1,000 to 1,500 damage. So, I feel like this was a decent balance change. Um, wasn't the worst, wasn't the best. Um, Meg's star power definitely needed a buff, though. 
uh, as we were saying in the last nurse section, one of them was definitely way too good, way much, way better than the other, and it sort of created inequality um, between them. So I agree with this. Um, but yeah, Discord is in the description. Clubs are in the descriptions. Always, guys, thanks to Anchor for the podcast app and sponsoring the show. Thanks to Steve Sell for all their amazing games. Um, that oh, Anchor never sponsored the show, but thanks to Supercell for all their amazing games, um, that I have played and am still playing, and thanks to you for listening. Pie out. See ya.